I wanted to start off by talking a little bit about a movie I watched the other day on the Daily Wire. I, I signed up recently for the Daily Wire and discovered that with a subscription on their website, they've got some great movies, actually, that you can watch on their website, which I, I found them amazing. And I watched one called Run, Hide, Fight. And the main character was a high school girl called Zoe Hull. She was taught by her father how to survive and how to use firearms. A group of psychopathic students took over the school, trapped everyone in the cafeteria, and went on a killing spree. Zoe first ran to safety, then hid from the attackers, then formed a plan to eliminate the threat one enemy at a time while utilizing things that were useful along the way. All of this she did by starting out with no weapons and being outnumbered and outgunned. Reminded me of a teenage girl version of John McClane from the movie Die Hard. This got me thinking about the situation we have found ourselves in over the past couple of years. It appears as though our home, the land of the free, has been taken over by a group of lawless thugs that have no respect for the U.S. Constitution and the founding principles this country was built upon. Instead of trapping people in a cafeteria where guns and people are all around the world have been trapped by fear based on lies repeated over and over again by power-hungry politicians bent on controlling everyone and everything along with greedy, woke corporations and the media outlets that have become the propaganda arms of these same politicians and corporations. COVID has become big business. An entire economy has formed around it, and those profiting from the scamdemic are not in a hurry for it to end. COVID has become a product, and those involved in selling it want to make sure you become a lifetime consumer. For this reason, the big lie must be maintained by those benefiting from the profits. COVID is raking in big bucks for manufacturers of surgical masks, an entire line of pharmaceuticals, test swabs, ventilators, and plexiglass walls. I wish before this whole scam started, I would have invested in the companies that were making plexiglass. And I'm kind of thinking right now, I was thinking about, is there some kind of opportunity out there where I can buy up all this plexiglass for pennies on the dollar and somehow make a profit on it? I, I don't know. I haven't thought of a way yet. Hospitals are receiving huge cash incentives to deem all deaths as related to COVID. Ad agencies are making money selling COVID commercials that portray smiling people having test swabs shoved up their noses and injections being put in their arms. After all, you will do this because you care about others. All of this greed and deception fuels further fear. Politicians make money buying stocks of companies that enrich themselves by keeping the scam going. No wonder how it is seemed that small businesses were destroyed and large corporations were allowed to flourish. The recipients of the income of this business don't want it to ever end. This COVID economy I mentioned is supported by the latest religious cult, which I'm going to call the Church of Fauci. The followers of this new church will do anything the great and powerful Fauci says, purely on faith or lack of, depending on how you look at it. Rush Limbaugh coined the term low information voter in reference to those that live their lives and cast their votes based on very limited knowledge of things going on in the world around them. I would like to say I have actually witnessed what I would call no information voters. 
These are people that may be very intelligent people that lead busy lives and very knowledgeable about the skills they utilize, yet completely out of touch with current events outside their field of interest. I was told by someone the other day that they had never heard of Dr. Fauci. Even though this evil man is in a large part responsible for the destruction of businesses and lives all over the world due to his lies concerning the so-called deadly virus we know of as COVID-19. I was watching on the news how people are so happy that they no longer have to wear a mask on public transportation because a Trump-appointed federal judge struck down Joe Biden's illegal, unconstitutional mandate. I find it disappointing to see how people will give up their freedom in exchange for a convenience or a product. I wonder just how far the government would have to go before everyone finally said no. I have a feeling that many people would never say no. I watched a news video from China that showed how some people are feeling so distressed and are living in so much fear that they are jumping off tall buildings to their deaths. This is not something you will see on any cable news station. Many in the Marxist left of this country would like to adopt the same policies that are in place in China because they want the government to keep them safe. They also want the government to force the rest of us to accept being kept safe. Many people will say, I am only one person. My vote doesn't count. It's a law. One person can make a difference. And part of how to do this is to get involved in any way you can. If you get involved, others will follow. More and more people are getting involved every day. People are joining protests around the world. Truckers are forming convoys. Brave conservative re representatives are speaking out. Patriotic, friendly businesses are forming and regular citizens are running for political office. I heard someone make a statement the other day criticizing political candidates that are running their campaigns on a shoestring budget and suggested they drop out of the race and make way for big money candidates. I heard it said it doesn't matter where they got their money. I remember how Donald Trump won the presidential election in 2016 and if the truth were ever known, also in 2020. He did this with a fraction of the money that his opponent had. Candidates win elections by getting voters, not money. If you gain the support of the voters, you can win an election. Shouldn't we ask the question, where did the money come from? Isn't that important? Should we be concerned about whether the money came from a freedom-loving donor or maybe someone like an evil, woke corporation, Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, or George Soros, to name a few? Shouldn't we be concerned that if this candidate was to win, would they owe favors to a donor that doesn't reflect our values? Selling your soul and winning at any cost is not acceptable to me. How about you? If you're a candidate, stay in the race. Fight like hell and don't quit until it is over. If you end up not making the cut, put your full support behind the last person standing. This is why we have primaries. So we, the people, can decide. We've allowed our country to be slowly picked apart a little at a time for years because we were all too busy to notice. 
The danger has now become obvious and it's almost too late. If you have ran or are in hiding, it is not too late to join the fight. We have to pick off the enemies a little at a time in order to get our country back. Defund woke corporations. Be willing to give up some convenience. Get involved. One person can make a difference in a positive direction. One person can also make a difference in a negative direction by complying with the enemy. In a quote by Mother Teresa, she stated, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples.